Welcome to Deep, where we invite you to take the plunge and dive deeper into a daily encounter with God's living word. Journey with a collection of personal reflections of other souls as we all draw nearer and deeper to God's heart. Good day, brothers and sisters in Christ. My name is Debbie. Join me in this awesome Monday to dive deeper to encounter God's living word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus and his disciples came to the other side of the sea, to the territory of the Gerasens. When he got out of the boat, at once, a man from the tombs who had an unclean spirit met him. The man had been dwelling among the tombs, and no one could restrain him any longer, even with a chain. In fact, he had frequently been bound with shackles and chains, but the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles smashed, and no one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day, among the tombs and on the hillsides, he was always crying out and bruising himself with stones. Catching sight of Jesus from a distance, he ran up and prostrated himself before him, crying out in a loud voice, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. He had been saying to him, Unclean spirit, come out of the man. He asked him, What is your name? He replied, Legion is my name. There are many of us. And he pleaded earnestly with him not to drive them away from that territory. Now a large herd of swine was feeding there on the hillside, and they pleaded with him, Send us into the swine. Let us enter them. And he let them. And the unclean spirits came out and entered the swine. The herd of about two thousand rushed down a steep bank into the sea where they were drowned. The swine herds ran away and reported the incident in the town and throughout the countryside. And people came out to see what had happened. As they approached, Jesus, they caught sight of the man who had been possessed by legion, sitting there, clothed, and in his right mind. They were seized with fear. Those who witnessed the incident explained to them what had happened to the possessed man and to the swine. Then they began to beg him to leave their district. As he was getting into the boat, the man who had been possessed pleaded to remain with him. But Jesus would not permit him, but told him instead, Go home to your family and announce to them all that the Lord in his pity has done for you. Then the man went off and began to proclaim in the Decapolis. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
When we can't, Jesus can. For me, this is the main theme of today's gospel narrative, and we see it in the following lines. The man had been dwelling among the tombs, and no one could restrain him any longer, even with a chain. In fact, he had frequently been bound with shackles and chains, but the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles smashed, and no one was strong enough to subdue him. But actually, there's one. That person is none other than Jesus. And it is important for us to ask ourselves whether we have given Jesus our permission to break the chains and smash the shackles in our lives, which are our sins, our bad habits, our addictions, and many other things. Because... Even if Jesus is God, He is powerless unless we allow Him to work wonders in our lives. That is how much He loves us, that He respects our decision. Furthermore, another point of reflection that I want us to take into account in this gospel narrative is the possessed man's action and reaction. After catching sight of Jesus from a distance, he ran up and prostrated himself before him, crying out in a loud voice, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. In this gospel narrative, we see how the demons recognized Jesus in an instant, ran up and prostrated himself before him after simply catching sight of him. But what about us? Are we swift to run up to Jesus and prostrate ourselves before him when we caught sight of him in the tabernacle? Do we even bow? Do we still genuflect? We can also see in those lines how the possessed man cried out in a loud voice, requesting Jesus not to torment him even pleading with him earnestly not to drive them away from that territory and send them to the swine instead. And how did Jesus react? What did he do? He let them. This demonstrates that what was written in Matthew chapter 7 verse 7 is true. Ask and you shall receive. And that it is better for us to ask and not receive, then not receive because we have failed to ask. This reflection point also makes us see that nothing happens without God's permission because God has dominion over everything. Moreover, this reflection point also reveals God's merciful heart and how He shows mercy even to the demons to the point of creating hell as their home because they do not want to be with him, and he respects that. But more importantly, this reflection point makes us wonder if, in situations like this, where someone begs and pleads for our mercy, do we give it to them? Do we, like Jesus, let them have what they ask? 
It's also interesting to consider the contrasting reactions of those who were informed about what had happened. The first is the people of Gerasens, who were all seized with fear to the point that they begged Jesus to leave their district. Whereas the people of Decapolis, where the man went off and announced the sad news, were all amazed. Why? Why is the reaction to the same event different in those two places? Finally, I'd like all of us to consider Jesus says no. That when he, Jesus, was getting into the boat, the man who had been possessed pleaded to remain with him. But Jesus would not permit him, but told him instead, Go home to your family and announce to them all that the Lord in his pity has done for you. This teaches us that God's no is simply his way of redirecting us, guiding us to be in a community where we can serve him more effectively and more fruitfully. And this community is first and foremost our family. As Mother Teresa of Calcutta had said, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. And while doing so, we should also do what Jesus said, Announce to them all that the Lord in His pity has done for you. Brothers and sisters in Christ, please pray for me as I pray for you.